Broadcasting from the Stolen Droids Hangout, it's the Stolen Droids Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Stolen Droids Podcast. I'm Schmitty. I'm Zoner. I'm Zook. And it's... Yeah, I think we're all fading. We are We are three again, though. <laughs> we are three again. We're rolling three deep. We are. Uh, Schmitty has come off the week bench. In a row. It's amazing. <laughs> Colin is still in Costa Rica. Uh, Why? Last I heard, I think he fell off of a zip line and died. But it's better than I was. I had money on him getting captured by drug lords. Well, I think I, it was I think the drug lords happened. that put him on the <laughs> zip line. There was probably a ninja involved somewhere too. <laughs> Most likely, I don't know. If someone kept. A, wait, are you saying he was kidnapped and then forced to go on a zip line? Because that sounds like the best kidnapping ever. Without safety gear, very. Dangerous. I think it was the other way around. He went on a zip line. They rigged it so he'd fall. Make it look like he died and kidnap him from there. But if the nin- no one's going to pay, was the one that clipped the line. But no one's going to pay ransom on someone who's dead, who you think is dead. Oh, good point. Dang it! But they'll pay ransom if you think they're alive, and it's a lot easier to cut fingers off of a corpse than it is to cut fingers off someone who can move their fingers away. I, I see what you're saying. Let's just say this is the Marvel universe, and death is not final. Nothing is final. He is dead, but he'll have to create a time clone uh, that is just a little bit younger So before he died, but then he won't be married, and he won't have those memories, and it's going to branch off to a whole new issue. Well, he has come back from the dead before, so how do we know he doesn't have a billion of these clones lying around? He may be a clone. He's like Hank and Dean Venture. Now, here's the question. If this is a comic book, is he a DC or a Marvel? Because he strikes me as a DC. I'd put him in Marvel just because... Of his beard. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, and see, I'm thinking he's like Dark Horse. Uh, he, he does see, he would probably be a lesser property that Dark Horse created and got bought up by Marvel and then just sat on. And see, since Dark Horse doesn't do anything anymore, it's kind of like Colin with podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. We went there. Um, hey, shout out to our friends over at trekradio.net, kryptonradio.com, openbook audio, radio KSCR, and geek factor radio. Jeez. Wow, man. He's in Costa Rica. What are the odds he's going to listen to this? Oh, we're huge in Costa Rica. Oh, well, we do have <laughs> listeners in all countries but North Korea. Costa Rica isn't. No, wait. That is a country. I was thinking Puerto Rico for a moment. <laughs> Which is a country. No. It's territory of it's a territory the U.S. Of the but US. isn't it a country, too? Nope. Oh, okay. Nope, they are U.S. citizens. They're basically the 51st state. Yeah, which is really stupid. They they really can't stupid. vote, but they get taxed, and they don't get any of the protections of the state. I could go on and on and on. I won't, but... Well, thank you. It's Wikipedia time, kids. It's an unincorporated territory of the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just say this. The only reason they're not a state is because Congress won't convene to discuss whether or not they should be a state. That is the only thing holding them back. I think they want to keep it an even 50. They don't want to redo the flag again. We've redone it too many times. <laughs> yeah, you'd really think that the the, the, the all-powerful Washington flag lobby would be pushing hard for this, huh? Oh, you would think, but... But think of how odd that's going to look. 51. How are you going to throw that extra one no, up there? because if you add Puerto Rico, you also have to add Guam. True. You have to add... Uh, there's like two others. I can't think of... American Samoa. American Samoa. And... And um, Cookie Samoa. Is, is it that island that the dude was... The senator was afraid was going to tip over by putting too many people uh, on it? Northern Mariana Islands, the U.S. Virgin Islands... Well, see, no, no, because they're not all the same. There, there's, there's a great uh, CGP Gray video that explains the different territories of the U.S. and how they're different from each other and where they all right. fall. Puerto Rico is the only one that is that close to statehood, and then you have it like all the way down to like this strange atoll in the middle of nowhere that if you're I'm born on it, you are a citizen, but there's no one there to enforce any U.S. laws. Ooh. They 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 call sounds like my kind of place. The Palmyra Atoll is an uninhabited U.S. possession. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're born there, congrats. Is it still uninhabited? 
if if you're born there, is there anyone else there to say that you weren't? If a that falls, is a good question. If any of you are listening from the Palmyra Atoll, 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 yeah, Atoll, yes, the Atoll, <laughs> give us a shout out. We want to know what it's like in the Palmyra Atoll. A hole. <laughs> Don't alienate all of our Palmyra Atoll <laughs> listeners. <laughs> oh, one of them. This bird that's just sitting there next to an internet radio. Squawk. They're talking about me. I know it. All right. Okay. So we had stuff happen this week, which is good. It's so much better than those weeks when nothing happens and we're forced to like just stretch three headlines across an entire hour. Well, before we, we had some stuff happen on our site though. Can we talk about that a little bit? We should. We probably should. Or do we want to save it to the end? No, go for it. So I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with Patreon. But if you like listening to our show and you like learning this awesome stuff about the Palmyra a-holes, then <laughs> you could actually help support us and give us give us money so that we can buy better equipment, better stuff, and give you guys better content. We've got buttons up on the site for uh, Patreon.com, or you can go to Patreon.com slash Stolen Droids. And, and and you can even get st- stuff in return. There's some perks there for you. Yes, we so. will hook you up. But if you say, hey, these guys are awesome. I wish I could buy them a lunch. But maybe not all of them. Just Zoner because he's, he's hilarious. And he eats. You can do that by giving us... By supporting us, I mean you can you can do five bucks a month, and we'll give you stuff in return. So it's not even like you're just giving it to us. So, yeah, go check it out if you like what we do. Please, please support us. Please share share it with your friends. Um, we have a lot of grand designs for the site that we want to incorporate, but we have not been able to because this doesn't come free, y'all. We do this because we enjoy it but it does there are expenses involved and so you know i i could play the guilt card but i'm not going to um but yeah if you like us please check out patreon.com slash stolen droids and and support us excellent um by the way guys i think i found the flag for the palmyra (laughs) atoll does it look like greendale community college's flag that's precisely what it is (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I'm going to make you hack up a lung now. Okay. Go clear that web search history. <laughs> um, Into our first headline, and unfortunately, it is one where we're not getting what we thought we were going to get. <laughs> the uh, Samsung assistant Bixby will not launch with everything they said it would when the Galaxy S8 launches uh, later this month. Now, Which, we talked a little bit about Bixby. That's the, for those who don't remember, that's Samsung's version of Siri or Google Now that's coming out on this Galaxy S8. Schmidt, you're going to say something there? Yeah. So I, it, it doesn't mean that, that it, it won't, they won't ever have it. They're not discontinuing it. It's, it's just going to be a more of a, a staged rollout as far as Bixby is concerned. Uh, so this, this will be, this won't be the first time that Samsung didn't release uh, some announced features in their flagship phone right up front, um, but it's it'll be the first time some, something as big as Bixby will be. Does this mean that Google Assistant won't won't work on it? Does it, is it going to replace that well, one the, when the update comes out? Or here's the thing: I mean, I don't think anyone who's buying the S8 is doing so because it comes with Bixby. It's not no, a selling no. point yet. They're no, doing it because they're getting awesome perks from Samsung to buy it. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> Most people I know that are getting the S8 are are deeply embedded in the Samsung um, ecosystem. Uh, ecosystem, yes, thank you. You went right back and to it, A-hole, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, switching to like an LG or something is, is out of the question because they're using Samsung Health. They're using Samsung um, Pay. Pay. Yep. I mean, yeah, it's 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 this huge ecosystem. That you, not that you couldn't get out of it, but it's nicer just to keep it. Mm-hmm. So I, now, I agree. Now that all that being said, because I agree with you completely, I have to agree with you. I am one of the pre-orders of the S8, and I don't care one bit about Bixby. That being said, there is a button on the side of the S8 that is mapped to Bixby. 
And so if everything's not working, and to be fair, the part that isn't working, they've said, is the voice search. You know, the main part of a voice assistant. Um, but if, if it's mapped to that, then it's kind of like, oh, well, that's a nice button you've got there, Samsung. Thanks. Well, you know, that's my thinking here is if you have a, an assistant like this, you want to be able to talk to them. There's no point in me having to press a button on my phone to pull up Google Assistant. And I mean, especially if I'm driving or something, that's just a, that's a waste. Why even use it at that point? And so I'm wondering what value Bixby is even going to offer out of the gate without the voice voice capabilities. Well, I will say this. The one part of Bixby that I am interested to see is how it impacts my um, my Gear S3. Currently with the Gear S3, if you want to use any kind of uh, voice assistant, you have to use S-Voice. S-Voice sucks. Yes, it does. It straight up sucks. It is completely unusable. It is an absolute waste of space on any phone. And I'm sorry, there's nothing anyone can tell me to convince me otherwise. In fact, I, I know Samsung feels the same way, which is why they're ditching it in favor of Bixby. Yep. And if Bixby turns out to be the Google Now or the Google Assistant Killer, I can't say Google Now because Google Now doesn't really exist anymore. But if it turns into the Google Assistant Killer or at least Contender, then, hey, yeah, I am happy that I have it on my Gear S3. If, and I have to stress, if... They can do it. And I don't think anyone, not me, not anyone else, was expecting them to be it, quote unquote, it at launch. Not even Google Now was. Now, I I think, though, that I expected them to come in, have a bit of a rocky start, and within a few months be pretty usable because, I mean... Let's face it, these voice assistants have come a long way since Siri first debuted. And, you know, that's, they know what they're doing. They're, they know how to do it. They're, they know, oh, well, we've got to do our algorithms and we've got to do this and this. And they've got an idea. So it's not like they're starting from scratch here, even though they kind of are. But I expected them to get up to speed and, and be on par fairly quickly. And if they're launching without it, I, I'm not confident in that anymore. Yeah, I see that. I can see that. I, my main hope is, is that there's certain, and we've all seen them, right? Uh, when I was using an LG or when I was using an HTC, Schmidt, you use an LG now. Um, even Apple does this where they have their version of a specific app. Okay. LG's messenger, Samsung messenger, um, HTC's email client, um, HTC's web browser, Apple newsstand, Apple stocks, anyone instant messenger. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> um, but you know, where they have their own version of something just to have it. And then no development is put into it. At no point is it ever updated. At no point is it ever made useful. Now, some of Samsung's things have threatened to go that way. If, uh, if there hadn't been the revolution in wearables, I don't think Samsung Health would have gone anywhere. It would I have been a, you're probably right. Yeah, it, it would have been another Fitbit wannabe or Google Fit wannabe. Um, I'm honestly surprised how well Samsung Pay took traction. But if and if Google hadn't crippled Android Pay when they did, when they split it off from Wallet, they would have steamrolled everyone. Oh, totally. They, they were on the right trajectory to steamroll everyone. Apple Pay wouldn't have been able to catch up. Samsung Pay wouldn't have made a dent in the market. So really, even then, I don't think they so much... I, I, I think Samsung Pay is kind of cornering the market with the MST. Oh, they totally are now. They totally are. Uh, but I won't lie. I mean, I don't use it for the MST. Oh. I very, very rarely... I mean, it was a nice feature, and that's why I signed up for it. But if Google, if Android Pay hadn't pissed me off so thoroughly, I would have just kept that. And I probably would be rocking an Android Wear device instead of a Gear S3. I mean, that, it sounds fickle. I get that. As a consumer, it sounds fickle, but it really is how we work. 
No, I totally agree. I'm in the same boat. I would still be using a Nexus phone if, or or a Pixel, I guess at this point, if Sam, if if Google hadn't completely screwed up how Google Wallet and Android Pay were were working. Now, uh, my point behind all this was: Will Bixby be one? Will Bixby be a Samsung Health, or will it be a Samsung Messenger? You know, we're, hey, we did this. We created it. We're never looking at it again. Uh, but you can't get it off your phone and it's mapped to this button. And I don't think they can. The I, most I, you can ever do is freeze it. <laughs> I think they're going to have to have to develop it and have to grow it if they want to remain competitive. Cause I, these, this AI assistant stuff is, I, th- I think it's the way that everything's going and they've got to remain competitive in that market. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just another. Uh, I mean, y- there's there's two ways to do it. You either completely develop it out, make your own, or just make it a, a an intermediary between yourself and Google Assistant or or Amazon. And so they either have to work on it, or yeah, it's go- it's going to die. See, and that's kind of why I was surprised that. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. This is Samsung, after all. We know their their hubris knows no ends. <laughs> but I was kind of surprised that instead of just opening up APIs, uh, uh, let me explain this to people who may not be familiar with it. Okay. Um, I have a Honeywell thermostat. Okay. That Honeywell thermostat developed APIs that tie into my Samsung smart things. So I can control the temperature in my home from my smart things hub. Okay. Then the comp- the division behind the Samsung Smart Things opened up APIs to Google Assistant. So I can then tell Google Assistant, you know, I can ask it the status of the temperature in my home. I can ask it the status of different doors or switches in my home. I can tell it to turn the downstairs TV off. Okay. So instead of Samsung creating their own whole system, they instead opened up APIs to other systems that do that. I'm just kind of surprised that Samsung didn't take that route with Bixby. If Bixby was the code name of their API system so that I could tell Google Assistant, turn off my Wi-Fi, locate my phone, make a payment to this, and then it turns around and uses Samsung's phone features, uh, that would have made more sense to me. I'm kind of surprised they didn't go that route and said... Instead, went nope. We're going to make an entirely new assistant from scratch. You know, I, I kind of agree, but like you said, their hubris knows no bounds. Yeah. Um. Let, I kind of rearranged the uh, the headlines here. It's a production on the fly. The idea behind voice assistants has hit a slight snag this week with Burger King just trying to be douches. This is funny. Well, it's kind of inevitable. Marketing marketing companies are always trying to find new ways to to advertise, right? And so it's brilliant in a way, and and in another way, it's kind of um, invasive. So cool move, yeah. So it, they, they Burger King has this new ad that's only fifteen seconds long, and they say we only have fifteen seconds, which isn't enough time to explain what the Burger King burger is. So let's try this, and then they invoke the hallowed Google Home <laughs> opening. and Okay, ask, Google. <laughs> we can't do that. My phone just woke up. <laughs> and ask it what the Google Whopper is, what the Burger King Whopper is. Um, on one hand, it's really brilliant because, I mean, in a 15-second ad, there's only so much you can do. This is almost like the Internet's way of click for more information, you know? But you can't yeah. do that on a video ad. But on the other hand, it's it's a totally dick move because it's it's breaching a realm of etiquette that hasn't been set yet. But yeah, it's, it's almost, a faux pas. It's almost yeah. yeah, it's a faux pas. Like I I don't you don't come into my home and shove a whopper down our throats. Yes, yeah. I realize you're advertising on TV and that's fine, but that doesn't give you the right to actually enforce your whopper kingdom in my home mr king and yeah it it feels like an invasion now it's brilliant in one way but it's also stupid in another way because when you ask 
Google Assistant to do that, Google Home, what it does is it reads the very first line from the Wikipedia entry. Wikipedia is not something that Burger King controls. Right. (laughs) Now, there is an editor who works for Burger King, who shares the name with like their head chef, who has been going in and editing Wikipedia, which is a big no-no, you're not supposed to do, to give the whole PR line about the juicy 100% flame-broiled beef and whatnot. But already, the article has been edited many times over, so it's like made from 100% flame-broiled children. It's topped with cyanide and arsenic (laughs) and... It's inevitable, right? (laughs) And it only takes like a minute or two from updating the entry to when Google... Google doesn't cache this. Google Home goes and reads it immediately. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Now, Google has since broken this, so it no longer invokes it. I... uh, Uh, You know, I so for the phone, for Google Assistant on the phone... You can train your voice so that no one else can trigger OK Google on your phone. Stop that phone. Gee. <laughs> <laughs> so why can't they do that with Google Home? It, the, the reason behind why they haven't implement that, implemented that on Google Home yet is beyond me. Well, it should I know. I know exactly why. I and can totally see this one. Because you're not the only one living in your home. Yeah, right. But what's the difference between training one voice and training six voices? It's not impossible. It's not impossible, but it is also at the same time, it's harder. Yeah, and I, I get I, that. I, I, I know what you're saying, but it's still possible. A, a lot of the problems behind these virtual assistants and including the Google Home is that the entire idea of it is based around the idea that you're the only one interacting with it. It's like, okay, Google, what's my schedule? <laughs> you know, and it tells you what your schedule is. Well, if it's the home, you need to create one with everyone's schedule, um, which yeah, can I, get kind of they, they need to because if 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 my daughter asks hey what's my day like it's going to say oh your drive to work is a little it's going to take a little bit longer you have a meeting at three o'clock and she doesn't it's just reading <laughs> it off of my schedule right so there needs to be a separation there which which i hope will come eventually but microsoft I mean, is hoping to do that with their cortana hub oh, it's yeah. going to use uh, vocal recognition to know and uh, facial recognition to know who it is that's asking the question, which is something they already have with Windows Hello and with Xbox sign-in. With the, If you have a Connect, you can sign into your Xbox just using the face. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see if that works or if they launch it and then it goes nowhere, just like most of Cortana's features. And yeah. I say that lovingly because I love Cortana. No, <laughs> close, close Cortana, I didn't actually mean to invoke you. Wow, we've all three of us have invoked our assistant tonight. It's kind of funny. Um, I think that's illegal in some areas. Um, Probably. What this reminds me of, though, is um, one of my roommates back when I was a bachelor used my computer to. Uh, he installed Tribes or Tribes Two, and he had the Microsoft Sidewinder voice control headset. And the idea was to be able to talk. To your friends over, you know, over the game, which I have to remind you is in the days of the 56K dial-up was just unbelievable that this technology existed. But then you could also hit the button, say a command, and the game would invoke the command. Didn't always work real well. Uh, In fact, it rarely worked, but he tried using it anyway. And it was always hilarious because as he was playing, we could hear him hit the button and we'd yell out like, crowbar! And he'd jump into a, into this huge gun battle and switch to a crowbar and would just get lit up. That's funny. Uh, yeah, that, that raises a lot of questions about basic etiquette when it comes to assistance. It was a fun thing to do when, when, uh, Google Assistant or Google Now at the time came out. Uh, you know, you'd walk by a coworker's desk and, and invoke the assistant, uh, text mom, you know, whatever. So it, it was kind of a fun thing to do, but now, now that everyone's getting it, I mean, it's getting more ubiquitous. Is it going to be harder to control when you just random or you go into like a friend's house and just randomly ask Google a question, whether out of habit or, or just because you know they have one and you want to try it out? Is that going to be 
uh, yeah. faux pas? Or? You, you don't get to do that. That's my Google Home. Well, it's yeah. the same Google. Yeah, but I don't care. It's mine. There's a now great – in my search history. Yeah. yeah. There, there's a <laughs> – read my last set 10 searches. <laughs> no, not what? that one. Midget um, porn? What? There's this great uh, comic from XKCD where they just walk in. Oh, nice house you have. Hey, Alexa, buy 15 tons of creamed corn. Confirm. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it says yeah. my favorite hobby is just making sure people have their voice assistants turn off in the home. <laughs> well, you uh, know, one thing, uh, not necessarily, I think that we uh, could potentially, you know, it's funny, like you were talking, Zook, when you used to do it all those years ago, you're just kind of, it, it's a funny thing. Now you do it, you're just being a dick. And so uh, I think I think things have changed. But But speaking of dicks... This dude in this commercial, I just want right? to punch him in the face. Right? If he was actually at a Burger King, it'd be like, nope, I'm going away, you yeah, smug I, little. <laughs> I would I'm just walk away because, <laughs> I mean, I just want to smack this dude. I don't know where they found him. It certainly isn't helping the idea that your your home is being invaded when he's looking at you with this kind of, you know, put the smug. lotion on the skin look. And it's like, okay, Google. <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah, I do not like it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm I, not eating that burger. Yeah, <laughs> me no gusta. That makes me not want to go to Burger King. So good job, Burger King. I will go to McDonald's next time instead. <laughs> Waking up to the king in your bed handing you a breakfast sandwich was less disturbing than this guy. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. Oh, good memories. I mean, memories. <laughs> not good. Uh, some you need people to tell us only, something. <laughs> some people only watched it on TV. Schmitty lived it. <laughs> they delivered it to my door. It was nom all over again. Um, speaking of Google and Assistant and everything else, so Google has been running a uh, a shopping list in Google Assistant. I have not used it yet. I I didn't even know this was a thing until I barely launched this week. Actually, yeah, I didn't even hear about this until until now, and. I don't know. I you ever think that sometimes Google's engineering team is now working a little too closely with their advertising team? Are they kind even of. separate teams at this point? They used to be, you know, where they're like, "Hey, this is really awesome. We came out with this thing. We're going to call it Gmail. Hey, there's this thing that we worked on. We're going to call it Google Maps, and we're going to call it Home or Now or Assistant." And they, you have the dreamers, right? You have the designers and the engineers who dream of this technology. And then eventually you'd get in the midst of the advertising team who'd say, okay, now how can we monetize it? There was, yeah. there was a delay. And now it feels yeah. like there's no delay. <laughs> you don't get well, this cool new feature unless we have shoved ads in every square inch. Yeah. I, I get the frustration there, but on, on, on one hand, for, from, coming from someone who I, I use Google Assistant all the time for my shopping list. Uh, we use Google Home to add things to our shopping list. Uh, my wife and I have our shopping list shared between the two. And using it, it before, before the Google Assistant shopping list, it would add it to Google Keep. Um, and I think you were like the only one using that. Probably. But Google Keep is awesome, but... I was only using Google Keep for the shopping list. I wasn't using it for anything else. So it was kind of like a second step that was kind of, I just kind of lived with it because that was the only way Google did it. You, you, so it's you. You're the reason why they renamed it to Google Shopping List. It's like, well, the only person using it is using it as a shopping list. So we're going to get rid of it and just launch Google Shopping List. <laughs> well, no, it, it's a feature in Google. When you, when Google Home came out, it was one of the, the launching features. And they would even advertise it right up front as one of the features. Say, yeah. say, add such and such to my shopping list, and it will add it to a Google Keep list called Google Assistant Shopping List. Yep. Um, so it's it's been a feature all around, highly advertised. So I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one using it. Um, it was the funny only anyway. The only <laughs> it was funny, but it, switching over to the Google Assistant Shopping List, bringing it out of Keep. Was a little, there was a little confusion at first because I didn't, I didn't see any advertisements that that was going to happen. So there was initial frustration there. But after the fact, 
I love it so much more because I don't have to deal with all the extra features of Google Keep, which I never used. Now it's it's all it's just it's one app. It's inside Google Assistant, which is how which it should be, in, honestly. Anyway, yeah, and the Google Express ads, it, the Google Express integration, is very minimal T- to me. It's almost not even there. And I, I've actually even tried Google Express a few times, and I can't complain. Uh, well, and, and I haven't gotten to that part of the headline yet. So explain to us, yeah. in a nutshell, what is Google Express? So Google Express is is their answer to Amazon Prime slash, uh, you know, shop at Walmart.com or whatever. Uh, Google Express is a is their intermediate. Or not, not intermediate, intermediary shopping experience between you and other brands like Kohl's and Costco. Um, so you, you can shop in one place across many different stores and then they ship it all to you in, in one package. Some, well, sometimes separate packages depend on, on different, uh, shipping rates. Now, the thing is, is that it's not brand new. It just really isn't heavily used. Right. It's and been, I think they launched last October, I want to say. So this yeah. feels kind of like them, and this is an op-ed piece on Ars Technica. Um, so it's not without its own editorial. It's not without its own bias, but they point out that this feels a lot like Google's approach to trying to get people to use Google Plus. Remember when it was like, yeah. Oh, you want to leave a review or, Oh, you want to sign in? Where's your Google Plus profile? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and on one hand, yeah, I noticed that the, advertisements for it are minimal. And of course there's the old argument that you are using Google services for free. So why shouldn't they be able to put a small ad or something in there? You're you are pretty much agreeing to that when you sign up for the service. But at the same time, again, we're, we're crossing that fuzzy line that, as you mentioned with the previous headline, hasn't actually been established yet, but still feels like there should be a line or an etiquette there where this assistant is now running things in your home for your family across every device. Do you still get the ads? I mean, do you still, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Zana, you're kind of quiet through this. No, I'm just enjoying the, enjoying the, uh, show you know listening to the talk you and- fell asleep <laughs> no i didn't actually but so go ahead well you know i think it you bring up a good point there's though zook where you said well you are getting these services for free and that's one thing when you sign up for google people don't really understand they're giving up their life basically to google and if they're using google services they're going to be tracked they're going to have they're going to have ads forced down their throat, you know. I, although I don't see them a lot on my home network just because of the fact that I, I'm running a pie hole. And so, like, no ads are getting through, which is really nice. Yes do, and do no. Our list, do our listeners know what a pie hole is? We we have talked about my pie okay. hole. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, we, I, I think we were going to do a, an article on how to set one up, but we never did. But I say yes and no to that because uh, – and again, this kind of goes into that fuzzy line being crossed. I recently uninstalled Outlook for Android, and I thought I'd give Gmail for Android a try again. You know, so I switched back to it. I love Outlook for Android's email system. I prefer Google Calendar on my Android. So it's kind of, a, I'm in a funny spot there. I see, I use Digical. But the problem is, is that with Outlook for Android, which is free, I had a very good email client. Gmail for Android is also a very good email client with an ad permanently at the top. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, I, even on my home network, even when I have Piehole in place and all ads being blocked, <clears throat> I still have an ad at the top of all my email. Yeah. See, and, I and in the end, it's something that you said before. I mean, that you're, you're, in the Google ecosystem, you're using all these services for free. It's almost like you're you're inviting them to to give you the ads. It's, but am I? And I I don't mean to get into like um no. you know a tit for tat conversation. But the email client is just a client. Yes, I do have a Gmail account on the client, but I also have an Exchange account and an Office three sixty five account. Mm-hmm. 
and they're all tying into that client and I'm getting ads on all of them. So I'm getting yeah. ads through my work. I shouldn't say that that is misleading. I don't get ads in my emails. I don't get ads through my emails. When I look at my list of emails, there's an ad up at the top and it's made to look like it's one of my emails. Yeah. Yes, Does that make I, sense? I do see that in Gmail. However, I use inbox. I don't see that. Interesting. Inbox, you see less. You get the pop up at the bottom every once in a while. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything right now. So, yeah, again, so, uh, there, overall, I'm interested in our, our listeners' feedback on this. Schmidty's absolutely right. There is no set etiquette on this. But I'm kind of interested to hear, you know, this is a call to action for everyone. What's everyone else's feelings on it at home? Because we actually have a lot more headlines we need to get to. We do. Feedback <laughs> at stolendroids.com. Send us your thoughts. Moving on. Um, well, this kind of touches on it, actually. Um, it Roku's TVs listening to what we're watching in effort to better serve up ads. Enhance our experience. Yes. <laughs> it, it's not to serve up ads. It's to enhance our experience by it's giving BS. us commercials. It's I BS. hate that. I hate that. They always say this is to enhance your experience. Well, okay, no, it's so, to collect data and to market to you. It, but here, one thing that I've always said about this is that I, I'm okay with this to a to an extent because I'd rather see ads that I'm interested in than to see ads about like cleaning solutions. Or I don't expect to see ads from Roku at all, and here's why: I paid for the Roku, and they're not offering any monthly service that I'm paying for or that I wouldn't pay for. I paid for that. I bought a Saturn, a car. I don't expect to get monthly ads through my Saturn every month I own it because I bought it. You didn't give it to me for free. I pay for Netflix, which is why I don't get ads on Netflix. Right? We pay for Hulu. And certain Hulu shows, depending on what network they're originally covered on, we have like a 15 to 30 second ad at the beginning of the show and then nothing afterwards. I get that too. Others, there's like 20 minutes of commercials for... I've seen that less and less, thankfully. Um, but I see your point, but Roku is turning into a service. They true. have they have their um, their video service uh, and their DVR service. I, I believe they're still doing their DVR service, right? But so they, they do have services now that they want to start advertising to people. So you buy a Roku, yes, but they also, just like Google, they want you to start using their, their paid services. I, I didn't know Roku had DVR stuff. I mean, my TV just got a update recently that allows me to pause live TV if I plug in a flash drive to it. Mine does that too. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I, I'm philosophically against a company that I've paid trying to get me to buy. It's why I hate commercials at the beginning of movies. You know, you go to a movie theater and like the first half hour, I, I took my boys to see Power Rangers, which surprisingly was better than it had any right to be. Um, and the first half hour wasn't even previews. It was ads, straight yep. up ads. Yeah. Trailers I'm okay with. Ads? No, not in a movie theater. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't need to see Eminem and Coke commercials when I go to the movies. It's like, I've just spent an incredible amount of money to be here. I bought the concessions. I gave the boys the full movie experience. I do not need to sit through a five minute advertisement about how great your freaking projector is. <laughs> it's not even in this theater. I'm not at the DLB one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's, yeah. and that's just a real, real broad example of it. But I have a problem with a service I've already paid for or I bought, then trying to shove ads my way to get me to buy more. I, sure. I but, agree. But, but I agree. if you're going to give me ads, make them relevant to my interests. Yeah, I get that. Okay. Um, United Airlines. <laughs> They've had a that bad happened. week, haven't they? That happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so you've heard, everyone's heard what happened with United Airlines. Um, strangely, on Reddit, people posted the video that of what happened, and moderators took it down. They censored it. Well, you know, the, the same thing happened on Twitter. Twitter was removing it as well. Now, did, did either Reddit or Twitter ever say why? I did not hear. I, I didn't either, but what was really weird then is you don't do that to Redditors. Redditors do not take it well. No. 
How many more copies of this popped up after that? <laughs> uh, well, not just that. Then all of a sudden, every video of anything that's happened on a United Airlines flight started getting posted to Reddit. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. And I'd forgotten how many of them there were. With me, I have to fly for work a lot. I really do not like to fly United. Oh, yeah. This just kind of solidifies that if I can avoid United in the future, I am going to. Southwest and Alaska are the two I like the most. See, I like Delta. Alaska's not bad, but I like Delta. Alaska has really good USB chargers in the seats. That is a bonus. Yes. That is a bonus. But, yeah, I I think that's interesting. You know, I I don't see the advantage of of censoring this on the internet especially when all you have to do is like okay so i use bing right and when i open up a new tab i get the bing homepage, which is usually a really beautiful photo sometimes it's animated with the bing search bar and then along the bottom are headlines why is reddit censoring this video when the bing homepage is pulling it up in the headlines i mean it's not like people don't know this is going on it's not like every news site hasn't been running the video nonstop. And the interesting thing too, is that you look at it and if I can't get my stuff from somewhere, I'm going to go somewhere else. And so, (laughs) I mean, it's like we've talked about countless times with piracy. If you're, if you make it available, people are going to come to you. Whereas isn't the only place on the internet. Yeah, if you're if you're pissing off your users by deleting their content that they're sharing, they're going to go elsewhere. Mm, it, indeed. That just seems like a really bad move on Reddit's part. Well, and this wouldn't be the first time they uh they've lost people because they decided to start censoring. Now, granted, before it was them censoring hate speech and actual threats on people's lives, which, you know, congratulations high ground. This not so much. Well, and it, we should probably mention that the reason that they that they took it down is because there's a rule that bans videos that show police brutality or harassment and videos of assault or battery. And so, okay, but <laughs> police brutality, I mean, that's kind of it's kind of newsworthy. I would think that they would want people to be able to see that. This isn't police brutality for for police brutality's sake. This is, I don't even know how to describe it. It it doesn't match the sentiment, you know, the reason behind taking down a police brutality video, it doesn't match that sentiment. This isn't a riot. This isn't. This isn't Rodney King. Yeah. It's, this is something where a public company made wrong decisions about how to, how to handle a situation and got the police involved and Mm -hmm. the police did it poorly as well. So, I mean. Although I will say, in defense of the policeman smashing his face, smashing the guy's face into the armrest, there's not a lot of room to drag a guy out of an airplane. <laughs> I mean, I barely have room to sit. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of room there for them to move. So I'm I'm surprised, surprised. we got such a good video about it. I mean, it's really hard to even film in there. I, yeah, it's just all the different <laughs> angles that we were able to see is amazing you, that should be their new advertisement on united airlines we have such spacious cabins you have plenty of room to videotape the brutality happening to your fellow passengers <laughs> we'll almost always let you stay on the flight unless you are unless we've overbooked or you're active military or you have down syndrome or you have a service dog or what are the other <laughs> things they've you're done wearing um yoga pants or something like right these. right Oh, that was United also? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, they they don't have a very... Um, I, I'd hate to be in their PR department this week. I really would. But do you remember back in the day... We're really going on a tangent here, but do you remember back in the day where like United was the one we all felt... We all felt was America's Airlines, which is funny because they're not American Airlines, because of 9-11. Yeah. Like, there was no nothing more noble than a United Airlines pilot. You know, after the one that was aimed at the White House went down and you felt for their flight crews, you felt for their pilots, you felt for them as a company. We rally behind them. And now it's like, wow, dudes, really? <laughs> they used They've gotten cocky. goodwill. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what is next? McDonald's. 
evidently they have a new way of getting people to apply. They want you to Snapchat them. Which is... Does anyone else other than the three of us remember what Snapchat was started as? You know, I was talking to somebody about that the other day. They're like, I can't believe you don't have a Snapchat. I said, I didn't have a need to send dick pics to anyone. (laughs) And now it's just like it's gone on long enough that I don't even care. Right. I still don't have a need to send dick pics, though. (laughs) Well, you should work on that. You go to the gym. (laughs) Um, so yeah, McDonald's wants you to send them a 10 second video using a filter that shows you wearing a McDonald's uniform and they're calling them snapplications, <laughs> which I'm, I'm surprised they didn't call them McLocations. I, I, I've got news for <laughs> you kids. If you do this, working for McDonald's is the best you're ever going to get. <laughs> if, if this is if this is society today, and yes, I'm pulling the get off my lawn card, but if you don't have anything in you that is capable of walking into a place of business, asking for an application, filling it out, and handing it to a manager, you have no right to work for anything better than McDonald's. <laughs> I agree. That, that is totally a get off. I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate on this one because, I mean, yeah. Regardless of what Snapchat used to be, it is used among that generation today. Well, and sure. it's not it, just for for that. Right. And so, I mean, the whole issue with Generation X uh, getting jobs and stuff is a real issue. And if McDonald's is going to be one to, um, to do stuff like this in order to attract more people of this generation, then good on them. You know, I mean... If if Generation X can't step up, then I mean we have to. Uh, dude, I I'm a Generation <laughs> X. Te- technically, Zoner's Generation X. You and I are like right. Oregon Trail Generation, or the beginning yeah. of the Millennials. No, I, I get at, that, but that's what kind of they're referred to. So that, I mean, I'm just but, using their terminology. Yeah, I call the the current generation boomerangs. They're the ones that move out, and then move back in. Right. Probably because they couldn't find a job that would allow them to Snapchat an application into. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> now, we should mention this is only happening right now in Australia, so um, I don't know. Maybe they're like extremely desperate down there. I, I but, know we but, have some younger listeners. I am just going to throw this out here right now. If you ever, ever, ever want to learn how to apply for an actual job later in life, you need to start when you're young at your first job and you don't do You cannot get the career you want through a 10-second video with a filter. Uh, I Unfortunately, I I want to say, I don't want to, but I'm going to say that you're probably going to eat your words in 20 years. Is this the elevator pitch of this ge- for this generation? It's, it's got to be. I mean, Fast forward 10 years, and this might be how all companies are accepting applications. I, and if they know. like I, you based on your 10 seconds, then they'll give you a chance to talk more. Then come in for the second interview. Yeah, I mean, not. I'm not saying Snapchat is going to be that, uh, the medium for all applications, but something like this, something where it opens up the door for more people to come in. I mean, if I knows? if I ever, I, I understand what you're saying. And perhaps I'm just being the old fogey here, um, which is normally not my shtick. Normally, that's Zoners. Well, that's ironic because I'm the old one here. Yeah, I'm the youngest of the three of us. But if ever I hire someone who sent me any kind of social media application, I will eat my hat. <laughs> I promise right, but- you right now. I'm saying that right now. Episode 314, April of <laughs> 2017. I, I agree with you, Zook, but the only reason why I'm saying what I'm saying is because you look at how older generations look at our generation in the same way of disgust and how we're looking at the younger generation with that same air, you know? I, yes. Well, just because we didn't stop the Nazis, <laughs> it's not like we haven't done stuff of note. This, <laughs> 
I'm just saying, if any, the three of us all have kids. If any of our kids ever came home and said, I can't believe I didn't get that job. I tweeted them twice. I was Snapchat. Yeah. Right? I used the rainbow eyes filter and they didn't hire me. I sent them one of nothing but emojis and I hashtagged the crap out of it. I don't know why they didn't hire me. (laughs) I used 40 hashtags. Wrong wrong hashtag. Hashtag too many hashtags. Hashtag incorrect hashtag. Hashtag are you an idiot? (laughs) Hashtag get off my lawn. (laughs) I'm just saying. All three of us can agree with that. I understand what you're saying, Schmitty. I get it. But maybe something should still be considered sacred. We should still do it the old way, like actually applying for jobs. Um, we are, we are out of time here. We, let's, uh, let's fly through. Um, we're getting rid of the Instagram one because I'm now on a roll. On a, I'm on a tear about. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram uh, stories now has more users than Snapchat after um, eight months. Blackberry has evidently been in a lawsuit, uh, with Qualcomm. And they won. So and BlackBerry won. has money again. For the next week. They'll probably use that to design a new phone. Uh, they'll overspend on their engineers and designers, and then it'll be gone. Or they'll buy their jet back. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have it's it back? Happen. I know we pawned it, but we'd really like it. Know. Meanwhile, Rick Harrison is like, best I can do is 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> um. Most people didn't realize this, but uh, Windows Vista actually ended support this week. Yeah. Which most people don't care. Right. Remember the outcry or outrage, the absolute out, outrage. The, the absolute outrage when support for XP ended and Windows Vista goes and people are like whatever. Like what? Like Windows no one's what? even using it. Yeah. Well, it's because XP was used for so long that the only people who were still using it just simply had never upgraded. And people who had Windows Vista could typically either downgrade back to XP or could upgrade to Windows 7. Yeah. True. It's just kind of the age that it was. Um, And finally, I mean, we there was a bunch of Uber headlines. I've gotten, I've trimmed most of them out because I'm just so freaking tired. Uber is a horrible, horrible company run by horrible, horrible individuals. We talked about this last week with some other things with Uber, and I'm tired of bringing Uber up because I know we've we've beaten dead horses before on this show. Sony was a favorite when we first started. Blackberry, Blackberry, we still kick. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it seriously feels like we're just com- contributing to a smear campaign at this point. Like every week, there's something new about Uber, and this week there's three things about Uber. You're yeah, only I- counting the ones that made headlines. That's true. The stuff we know about. Headline number one. Evidently, there was some drunk driver complaints. Uber drivers were drunk, and Uber ignored them. Uh, Headline number two. Uber had a program to target Lyft drivers, which had to have been awkward when Uber drivers were Lyft drivers. Well, and as part of that, if you drove for both, they were paying you more than they were paying people who drove for Uber exclusively to try and sway you back to their side. Yeah. And now there's this one. I don't know. Who posted this one? I haven't even read this. I That's did. how much I care. The The long and short of it is uh, we've talked about... Um, Google's lawsuit, Waymo's lawsuit, rather, with um, Uber about the self-driving car technology. Uh, one of their engineers at Uber keeps pleading the fifth, and a judge wants to know why. Why are you pleading the fifth? What's going on here? So uh, it's a long article. Go take a look at it. Um, it's kind yeah. of interesting. I mean, the entire... The entire lawsuit is about him stealing data from Google, from Waymo, taking it to Uber. And he has to plead the fifth about how, I mean. Yeah, there's a lot of delaying going on. They're just, they're not being cooperative and the judge is starting to get pissed off. Meanwhile, Google is wanting uh, the lawsuit to play out in the public as much as possible because they know they're going to just destroy Uber. Well, and, and here's, okay, here's my tinfoil hat time, okay? Who's the number one search provider in the world? It's Google, isn't it? If anyone or is knows... Or it Bing? Well, Alta it's Vista. Actually, 
It's actually Bing, but um, Lycos FTW. Sweet. Hot do- hotbot or dogbot or dogpile. Dogpile. Webcrawler. Um, but I'm just saying, if anyone wants to get a story out into the wild and make sure it's picked up a lot, it's probably Google. Yeah. I'm, ju- I'm just throwing that out there. Yep. And they have the money to outlast any other lawyer team in a courtroom. Because yes, even if you do. don't Google for it, even if you don't go search for it, they'll put it at the top of your inbox. Exactly. Yes, they will. Uh, I'm <laughs> sitting there looking at all these different ads from other companies who are sending me spam. And right at the top is, did you know Uber's a bad company? <laughs> Maybe you should use Lyft. Uh, we got one more headline that I just put back in. Um, mm. If you were hoping to get an NES Classic Edition, you'll remember that's the little plug-and-play that had the 30 games on it. Extremely difficult to find due to production shortages. Uh, they are going into permanent production shortage. Uh, Nintendo apparently does not like money, and they have decided to cancel it. So, they do love money. They're going to release the Special chance. Edition, then the Gold Edition, then the Uber Platinum Edition. Then it's going back into the Disney Vault. <laughs> we we could talk more about it if we had more time. I've got some ideas as to why they're doing it, but um, yeah, I think I think right now it just on the surface I would say they don't like money. Yeah. Okay. Into our favorites. I'm even though I'm listed last, I'm going to go first, and I have to throw out a disclaimer here. I may have already posted this, and if I have, I apologize. But it's still pretty awesome. Uh, a video uploaded last July. Um, by what is her name? Robin, Robin something. Adele. Yeah, Robin Adele, whatever. Uh, Anderson. She is a singer who is often found with the um, postmodern jukebox group, and she's doing her cover of Clint Eastwood from Gorillas. I love the original song, but I might like this cover more. It's really well done. <laughs> it's really well done. And I love her voice. Um, I love a lot of the postmodern jukebox songs, but the ones that she's in are always my favorite. Uh, there's just something about her voice. It's really vintage. It really, really just captures the sound they're going for. And I suggest you check it out. All right. Are we going in reverse now or is it me now? Uh, yeah. Go for it, Schmitty. <laughs> uh, my Say favorite. Your piece. Um, is from Pentatonix. I think we've shared a lot from Pentatonix in the past. Um, this is their rendition of Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, really awesome. It's a classic, classic song. Um, it's not classical, but it's classic. Uh, and then we even discovered that it's even better at two times speed. So go ahead and listen to it. Listen to it at two times speed, then switch to 0.5 time speed yeah it doesn't <laughs> let the nightmares begin <laughs> at, at, at 0.25 it doesn't play any sound i discovered but 0.5 is interesting yeah it's there I, and my favorite uh star wars celebration kicked off today in orlando and they had the 40th anniversary celebration of star wars panel or whatever it was called uh where they had all of the celebrities or all of the actors, people who have who have taken part in Star Wars over the years. However, there was one notable absence, and that was, of course, Carrie Fisher. Uh, they did post a, a very moving tribute to her at the end of the panel, uh, which was then followed by John Williams uh, leading a orchestra, or conducting an orchestra, rather, as they played Leia's theme. Uh, so you can go check out the video. Uh, it's just a four-minute tribute. Uh, there is a 24-minute that includes the music and people talking, George Lucas and Kathleen Kennedy talking. Um, that's out there on YouTube as well. But but the video for that they showed of, of Carrie Fisher's highlights of her, her existence um, is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. Hey, a uh, quick note here before uh, we close up. We've uh, we've heard some reports, people trying to browse the site, uh, StolenDroids.com, getting some gibberish. Just control F5, that sucker. Um, we had some problems with one of our, uh, our caching services that was serving up some gibberish, and we think we fixed the problem. But if you just do a hard refresh, I don't know what it is on a Mac. What is it, like Cloverleaf 5, F5 or Command F5? Maybe I don't know. Control Shift R. I always just right click on the refresh button and then and say hard 
hard reload or something. You have to have your developer tools open to do that. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah. If you just do a a good refresh on the system, it'll pull. So just an FYI. Hey, again, we want to hear what you're thinking. Feedback at StolenDroids.com or give us a call 801-917-GEEK. Find us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Patreon. We look forward. And until next time, cheers. End of line. Good day. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.